The last thing we were discussing was if someone stole from a ger, the halacha is you have to uh, give a korban and the korban goes to the kohanim and you have to give back the theft to the, to the ger. But if the ger died, you have to give the, the item of the theft, you have to give it to the kohanim or working in that mishmar. And we got into a question in regards to a kohen who himself stole it from a ger, ger dies, what does he do with it? We ended up explaining that he has to give it back to the other people working over there. We also brought up Raita that a Kohen can come give his korbanot whenever he wants. We said if he's wounded, he he could have other people give the korban and he gets to keep the flesh and the hide. And if he was sick or elderly, uh, he gives uh, the flesh to uh, to the people who are going to eat it. He cannot eat it. Whoever is able to do the service, not just of putting it on the mizbeh, but also of eating it, they're the ones who get the hide and the flesh. And with that, we're going to start Kof Yod Amud Aleph, 11 lines in, where it says, Amar Rav Sheshat. Rav Sheshat says, Imaya Kohen Tameh, if the Kohen was giving the Korban, was Tameh be Korban Sibur, it's a public Korban, and if majority of Bnei Israel are Tameh, then we're allowed to give the Korbanot, even though the Kohen was giving it as Tameh, but still, we go by the majority of Bnei Israel, majority of Bnei Israel are Tameh, or the majority of the Kohanim are Tameh, they're allowed to give that korban tameh. The problem is he can't eat it. Therefore, not now the cholim ishir say he can give it to whoever he wants in that mishmar. mishmar, and the the flesh, the hide goes to the people of the mishmar. So hechidami, what are we talking about? Ideika tehorim. If there's tehor kohanim in that mishmar, that group temeim mimatsuavde, then can the temeim do the korban? Veideleka tehorim. And if there's no tehorim, abodata veora lanshe mishmar. How could you say that the flesh and the hide goes to the Mishmar? If they're Tameh, they can't eat. So, you're allowed to give the flesh, the meat, to uh, wounded Kohanim who are Tahor. So, majority of the Kohanim are Tameh, so they have to do the work. The problem is, there's a few guys who are Tahor, but they're wounded, so they can't do the service, but they could eat. So, you give it to them. And if the Kohen Gadol wasn't on it, someone in his family passed away, didn't bury him yet, and Kohen Gadol is allowed to do service when he's an Onen. So therefore, he can give the Shalihot to any other Kohen to do. He could pick any Kohen. Since he could do it, he could pick any Kohen to be his messenger. However, since he's not allowed to eat it, the flesh, the meat, and the, the hide, that could only go to the Kohanim working that day, since he cannot make a shalih, it automatically goes into the Kohanim pot. So, my kamash malan, what's the chidush? Tenina, we learned this already. Kohen gadol makrivonen veno chel veno cholek lechol la'er. We said a Kohen gadol can give a korban when he's an onen. However, he cannot eat the meat and he cannot split it with the, with the Kohanim. Rather, someone else has to eat it. And even if they bury the person that day, still at night, he cannot eat it because when he gave it, he was an onin. So here we have it. So what's the Hidush of Rav Asher? So the Gemara explains, I would have thought, I would have thought the Kohen Gadol, who's an onin, HaKadosh Baruch felt bad, and therefore he let him continue to do the work, even though he's an onin. Maybe he cannot make a shaliyah. Maybe, hey, it's your job no matter what. I'm not just feeling bad for you. you. know this is your job, and and you cannot make another messenger to give the korbanot. 
no, he could make a shaliyah to give the korbanot. Next Mishnah, Gozel Tager, if someone stole money or any item from a ger, Venish Balan, he lied under oath, Umet, and the ger passed away, Hareze, Mishalim, Keren, Vahomish, Lakwanim, he has to pay the principal plus a fifth to the Kwanim, Vahasham, La Mizbeah, and he has to give a korban to the Mizbeah. Shinimarvim, En La Ish Koel, La Shiva, Asham, Melav, Haasham, Hamushav, La Hashem, La Koheed, Melebad, El Akipurim, Ashay, Haper, Bobalav. As it says in the Pasuk, that if the ger doesn't have any family to give, to give back the theft, then you give the the theft or the money to the to Hashem to the kohen, except for the korban which you have to give to the mizbeach. Now hayam umet. Let's say a person, you know, he realized he stole. Okay, he has to go give the money to the to the kohanim in the beta mikdash, and he has to give a korban. And on the way, he died. The money can go to his children. Meaning only the, the only the thief has to do this mitzvah of going up to the Beit HaMikdash and giving it to the Kohanim. His children don't have to. They don't need this kapara. It's a kapara thing, not a money thing. And therefore, his children didn't do anything wrong. They could get the money back. And the asham, the korban that he was bringing up, that let it graze until it gets hurt. And then you could sell it. And that money goes to the Nidaba donation korbanot. There was a box over there in the Beit HaMikdash area for donations. Whenever the Mizbeh is idle, they would just uh, give uh, Korbanot just to have the Mizbeh working all day. Next, Natan HaKesef Lanshem Ishmar, if he gave the money to the people, the Kohanim working there that day, Umet, and before he gave the Korban Asham, he died, En Hayoshini Cholim Nootzim Yadam. His inheritors cannot take the money out of the Kohanim Shinemar. Ish Asheri, Tena Kohen, Loye. Once you give it to the Kohen, that's it, it belongs to the Kohen. Now, there was 24 families, 24 Mishmarot, and let's say uh, week one was uh, Yehoyariv, second week was Yedaya. So let's say Natan Kesef Yehoyariv, Ve'asham Lidaya Yatsa. If the thief gave the money day one to the family of Yehoyariv, day two he comes in and he gives the, the sheep to uh, to the family of Yedaya, Yatsa, that counts, because you're allowed to give the money before you give the Korban. However, Asham Lidaya Yatsa, Lidaya if you gave the korban first to the first family, and then you gave the money to the second family, well, im kayam ha'asham, if the korban is still alive, then yakrivu then give it to the family of Yedayah, family number two, and they'll take care of it. Because remember, the money has to come first. Ve'im lo, and if the asham is already gone, yahzir ve'yavi asham now the thief has to bring another korban. If you bring your money before you give your korban, that counts. But if you give your korban asham before you give back the money, that doesn't count. If you gave the principal, even pay at the fifth, the fifth doesn't stop you from giving your korban, you could still give your korban. And the Gemara starts, if someone swore to a ger and the ger dies, you bring the principal and fifth to the kohanim, the korban to the mizbeah, as the pasuk says, Hashem So Tanur Rabbanan, Asham, Zekeren, that's the principal. Hamushav, that you give back that, Zehomesh, that's the extra fifth. Is it like that, or Asham or maybe Asham? That's the the ayil that you have to give the ram, the sheep, whatever it is that you have to give. 
Well, my nefkami now the Gemara asks, what's the make? What's the make a difference? La pokem b'derva to go against Rava. The Amar Rava gezel against Shehaziro b'layla lo yatsa. It goes against Rava who said that if someone returned a theft that he stole from a ger at night, he is not yet said the chova. He haziro hatsa in lo yatsa. If you gave it in halves. You gave uh, half the money now, half the money tomorrow. That doesn't count. My tama, asham kariyera hamana, because the pasuk called it an asham, meaning it has the same rules as a korban asham. You can't give a korban in half, you can't give a korban at night, same rules. But now let's go back to the Brayta. When the Pasuk ends off with the words, except for the Korban, the, the Isle of the Kippurim, for the Kapara, now I understand that the word Asham is for the principle, like Rabbi said. We have another Brayta. Asham Zekerin. Hamushab zehomish. So Hashem is principal. Hamushab is a fifth. Or no ela Hashem zehomish. Or is Hashem maybe the the fifth? And the Gemara asks, "Well, of coming now, what's it make a difference?" So the Gemara explains, "Lapokem matnitin to go against our Mishnah. Ditnan natan lo etaker v'lan natan lo etahomish and homish me'akeb." Our Mishnah said, "If you gave the principal, you didn't give the fifth. The fifth it doesn't stop you from giving the korban. Give the korban." Now, if we say that Asham is the fifth, then I will tell you that that one-fifth makes a big difference and you wouldn't be able to give the Korban. So that's why the Brayta explains, when it says, you first give the Asham in the beginning and then the Hamishito, now I understand that the word Asham means principle. Tanya third Brayta, Asham Zekerin, Hamushab Zehomish. So Asham is the principal, Hamushav is the fifth, the Pasuk, when it adds another fifth, it's talking about a stealing from a ger. Maybe we're talking about Hamushav, it doesn't mean the fifth, it means a double, and we're talking about someone stealing from a ger, and we're talking about where he swore, where witnesses came, then he admitted, he has to give double to the Kohanim, and then the Asham to the Mizbeach. So the Brayta ends off and explains, When the Pasuk adds, you have to give back the Asham in the big, from the head. And you have to give a fifth. So we're talking about money that's given up front, meaning principal and an extra fifth. We're not talking about the double. Gufa. Let's go back to what Rabbi said. Rabbi holds that the 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 theft is like a korban because it's called asham. So if you return it at night or you turn it in halves, it doesn't count. My tama asham hamana because the basu called an asham. The Amar Rava Gezel Gershein Bosha Vipruta the whole Kohen Vikohen Lo Yatzai Dehovato. Now Rava goes as far as to say that if someone stole something from the Ger and when you give it to the Mishmar, if there's not enough for a Shave Pruta, a Pruta worth for every Kohen there, Lo Yatzai Dehovato, you didn't do your mitzvah. My Tama, what's the reason? Dichtiv Haasham Hamushab, the Asham that is returned. Achi Hashaba Lechol Kohen Vikohen. There has to be a return to every Kohen, meaning there has to be at least a Shave Pruta. For each Kohen uh, there. So now, Ba'ir Rabbah. En bo lemishmeret Yehoyarib ve'yesh bo lemishmeret Yedaya. Let's say there's not enough for Yehoyarib, that's a big family, but there is enough for the second family, the mishmeret of Yedaya. Mahu, what would be the halacha there? So the Gemara asks, Hey, Chidami, what are you talking about? If you gave it, if you gave the money back to the Yedaya family during the family, during the time of the family of Yedaya, meaning week two, well, ha'it be. Well, you have enough. That's that's good enough, and that's it. 
We're talking about a situation where you gave it to the Da'ya family during week one, where it's your Yariv's turn. Do we say that since it's not Yedaya's week, therefore it's like you didn't do anything, and we take it out of them and we give it to, uh, to Yehoyarib? Or maybe, or maybe, since anyways it can't go to Yehoyarib, because you guys are too big of a family, and we're going to give it to Yedaya, they're a smaller family, or we could split it up with the Shevet for everyone. And therefore, once you gave Yedaya family number two the the, the money, you could you could give the uh, family number one the korban, and it will count. I think my Enzov take or they're not sure how to look at it. So now in Masechet Kiddushin, we doresh from the pasuk lechol bnei Aron tiye ish keachiv, and we learn from that pasuk that kohanim, uh, whatever you get, you get. Don't get upset. There's no. Uh, sharing, there's no, I'll trade you this for that. When you get a piece of the korban, it's yours, that's it. There's no trading, there's no switching around. There's no splitting, there's no, uh, you get a little bit of that korban, I'll get more of that korban. It doesn't work like that. Kohanim, you know, they're getting a gezel ager. They're getting a whole bunch of different things. This person is bringing uh, this, 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 and that that he stole from the ger. Or a whole bunch of people stole from the ger, now they're bringing it to the kohen. Um, can they split it up the, you know, however they like it? This person will get that thing, that person will get more of that thing. Do we say, hey, it's called a, a asham? And ma asham in hokin asham can you get asham? The same way with asham, everyone gets their portion, and you can't get a bigger piece here, a smaller piece there. Af gezel lager in hokin gezel lager can get gezel lager. The same thing with gezel lager, you can't split it up uh, the way you want. You can't have trades and things like that. Or maybe gezel lager mamona. At the end of the day, gezel lager is money, and you could switch it. Hadar Pashta, after he asked the question, he answered himself, Asham Karier Hamana, the Pasuk called it Asham, and therefore you can't switch it, it's like a Korban, and there's no trades. Ravaha Bered Ravah Matne La Behedia. Ravaha, the son of Ravah, he says Ravah's Din straight out, without a back and forth. Amar Ravah, Kwanim and Hokin Gezel Ager, Kenegad Gezel Ager, that Kwanim cannot switch around when it comes to the theft of the Ger. Why? Maitama, Asham Karier Hamana, because the Pasuk called it Nasham. So now, Ba'ir Rabah, Rabah has a question. Kohanim begezel ager. When Kohanim get their gezel ager, what are they? Yorshin havu or mekable matanot havu? Are they considered inheritors? The ger didn't have any children, so therefore they're his inheritors. Or do we say, listen, it belongs to Hashem and Hashem gave it to you. And the Gemara asks, Leman of Kamina, what would make a difference? So the Gemara explains, Kegon Shegazal Hametz Shavar of a Pesach. Let's say someone stole from a Ger Hametz and Pesach passed. And the Ger passed away and he brought the Kohanim. If you want to say they're inheritors, Okay, whatever this person left off, that's what they're inheriting. Same thing like children, whatever they had left off. If you want to call this, uh, they're getting gifts from Hashem. And Hashem said you have to give them a gift. This, uh, this is not considered a gift. This is considered just uh, dust in the air. It's nothing. We all know Hamid that once Pesach uh, passed, you're not allowed to have any benefit from it. So it's nothing. So meaning, if it's an inheritance, well, Hametz can pass down as an inheritance. If it's a gift, well, it's not a gift. It's a, it's a nothing. It doesn't count. Now, Rav Zaira, Rav Zaira asked the question as follows. Even if you want to say they're accepting gifts, 
this Hametz and Pesach Pes did not a question. Because the gift that Hashem said to give is right there. Meaning, Hashem said you get the theft, the, the, the bottle of whiskey. Here, the bottle of whiskey is right there. The real question is, The real question here is, let's say 10 animals... From, uh, this person stole ten animals from the ger. Now he give, this uh, this thief brings it to the Beit Hamikdash and he gives it. The, do they have to give maser or not? And the the question is as follows: Yorshin and Havu, if they're considered inheritors, kedamar mor bitfisata bait hayavin. Like we said that if it, it comes from the father's pot, it's all from one pot. It's not each brother separately. Rather, it comes from the father. Then they have to give maser. Or we're going to call them getting gifts from Hashem. And we all know that if someone uh, uh, buys 10 sheep or if someone uh, gets a gift of 10 sheep, he does not have to give ma'asir behema. So my, what would be the halakha? Is it a gift and they don't have to give ma'asir or is it a Yerusha and they have to give ma'asir? So here we have a break that says, Twenty-four gifts of Kehuna were given to Aharon and his children. Meaning there's a general, a specific, and a general. There's one pasuk that says, That's the general, that's the klal number one. Then it says, that's the specific, each one. And then it says, That's another general. So you have a general, specific general. And then it talks about the covenant with the salt. And the covenant of the salt is that uh, the salt will never uh, go away. There will always be salt. It will never rot. Salt is salt. And the same thing, that uh, the, the Aaron's children will always get their matnot keuna, the 24 matnot keuna, forever. And the drasha from the connection of the Kalupratu Klal to the Berit Melah is Kola Mekaiman Keilu Mekayem Kalupratu Klal Ubrit Melah. Anyone who gives Matnot Keuna, it's like doing this Kalupratu Klal, meaning doing all of these 24 Matanot and the, the, and the, the covenant with the salt. Kol ha'over alehem, and any, anyone who does not give the Kohanim their portion, Keilu Over Klal Upratu Klal Ubrit Melah. It's as if he went against the Kalat Pratukal and the covenant with the salt. Ve'eluhen, and these are the 24 Matenot Keuna. Eser Mikdash. There was 10 things they ate in the Mikdash. Ve'arba Birushalayim. Then there was 4 they were able to eat anywhere in Yerushalayim. Ve'eser Bigvulim. And then there's another 10 they were able to eat anywhere in Eretz Israel. Eser Mikdash. What are the 10 in the Beit HaMikdash? Hatat Behema. Ve'hatat Ta'of. Ve'asham Vadai. There's really five Asham Vadais, but uh, but we're going to consider them one. That's Asham Gizlot, Me'ilot, Shifha Harufa, Nazir, Metzora, those are, but we're calling that one. Ve'asham Talui, and Asham Talui is when you're not sure if you did Avera, that you would be Hayav Karet or not. Let's say a person's not uh, not sure if he ate the chilek. Ve'zivhaishalmeetzibur, and also the the zivahim of uh, of of the tzibur. For example, uh, the the sheep of the Shavuot. They're shelamim, but on the other hand, they belong to the public. Vilog shemen shel or when the when the mitzvah brings oil and they they pour on him, 
Umotar ha'omer, and whatever's left over of the omer, they give a korban omer. Whatever's left of that barley, okay, the coin bit eat. Ushtealehem, the two big halot that they give on Shavuot. Velehem apanim, the twelve breads that they had in the in the bet haMikdash every week that they would eat on Shabbat. Ushyarei menachot, and whatever's left over from the menachot, all that leftover flour, they get to keep. That's that has to be eaten in the bet haMikdash area. Now the arba b'Yerushalayim, they were able to eat another four in Yerushalayim. Habechora, if they got a bechora as a gift, they're allowed to eat anywhere, anywhere in Yerushalayim. Vabikurim, the first fruits. Vhamuram min hatoda veel nazir, the kohen gifts that are uh, that are taken from a korban toda and from the ram of a nazir. That's uh, the chest, that's the thigh, the four halot, and whatever they bring with it. And for the nazir, there was the cooked uh, shank. And the bread that come with it, ve'orot kodashim, and the hides of kodashim of the hataot and the shamot. That's for the kohanim. They could use it in Yerushalayim. Now, although you could take the hides out of Yerushalayim, they counted it over here because that's where they gave it. Now, the asara bigvulin. Then there's ten matnot kuna that you could give anywhere in Eretz Yisrael. That's teruma, utrumat maaser. That's what Levi gives to the kohen. Ve'hala. That's Hafashat Hala, Vereshit, I guess, for shearing, Vehamatanot, that's the shank, the cheek, and the stomach of an animal that if anyone who slaughters has to give the coin, Upidion Haben, the five silver coins, Upidion Petra Hamor, if someone has a firstborn donkey, Usde Ahuza, or a family inheritance that someone was Makadishit and he never redeemed it, and the treasure sold it to the Kohanim, that goes to the Kohanim and by the Ovel, and that's anywhere in Eretz Israel, Usde Haramim, or or field that uh, the owner was mahrimit to the kohanim. It's like sort of made it kosh, but to the kohanim vegezel ager and the theft of ager veka karem ihat matana. And the bottom line is, you see, it's called a matana, a gift. Shma mina mekable matanot havu. At the end of the day, what do you see? That the kohanim, when they're getting the gezel ager, they're recalling it matanot. And Hamet Shavar Lava Pesach is not a gift, and therefore it doesn't count. You bring that whiskey bottle to the Beit Hamikdash and give it to the Kohanim. It's like you didn't give anything, and therefore you would have to give the money worth. And according to Rav Zayra's question, you you don't have to give uh, Maaser because they're considered a gift. And Shema Mina. Next, we learned the Mishnah Natanet Akesef Lanshem Mishmar. If someone gave the money to the people in the Mishmar, and he died before he was able to give the, the Korban. So the Yorshim cannot take the money out from the Kohanim. And Amara Shma Mina, the fact that you cannot take out from the Kohanim, Kesef Mechaper Mechza, that giving back the money is half a repentance, meaning you did half of the Kapara. The Ila Mechaper, because if it didn't do anything, it, it didn't do any atonement, Havamina, Mehda, the Yorshim, I would say, okay, give it back to the to the narrators, give it back to his kids. My Tama, what's the reason? Because Adata Dehahi Layahable, because he never gave the money to the Kohanim with the intention of not getting a kapara. He wanted something. Therefore, obviously, when he gave them the money, at least half the kapara started. But the Gemara asks, If that's the case, a hatat, korban hatat, before the owner was able to give it, he died, it should go to Hulin. Because, because a person didn't separate this animal in order that it goes, it, get, it has to get to go to a room and lock it up and wait till it dies. Meaning, if we're only we're going by his intent, then we should say the same thing by hatat. 
Amre the Gemara says no proof. Hatat shemetu be'ale hatat that the owner died. Hilchita gemirela. It's a halacha lemoshem sinai del mitazla that it's, it's supposed to die. You lock it up in a room and let it die. There's nothing you can do about that. That's halacha lemoshem sinai. Over here it's different. Here we're learning. Here we're discussing, and therefore we're saying here yeah, there's uh, there's there has to be a kapara. Otherwise, a person wouldn't give this money. And again, the Gemara asks ela me'ata Hashem shemetu be'alav lepuk lehulim and Hashem that the owner died should go out uh, to the Hulin, meaning you can use it for whatever you want. We said before that Hasham, the Shemitu Be'alav, it goes out to grades till it gets hurt, then you sell it and use the money for, for Nedava. Because, and again, you could say that, because no one separates their animal just in case they die, it'll end up, you have to wait till it gets hurt and all that, and Nedava, no one's thinking that it's going to end up going for Kaitsa Mizbeh, for just to, to keep the Mizbeh moving. But again, the Gemara explains, Again, it's Moshemisina. And we know the rules that if a hatat dies, like in this case where the owner died, then within Asham, it grazes until it gets hurt and the money goes to Nidaba. So again, the Gemara asks a third question. Her husband passed away. Uh, he has a brother. The problem is the brother is full of wounds. He is full of boils. We should let her go out without even a halitza. Because she was never mekadesh herself, thinking that if this guy dies, I'm going to end up in front of this ugly person. So, may, so maybe the whole wedding retroactively is is void. The Gemara explains, Hatam Anan Sahadeh. Over there, we can testify. Over there, she's okay with uh, with any situation. Meaning, if she likes the guy, she's going to marry him, even if his brother's messed up. Why? Because Keresh Lakish, like Keresh Lakish used to say, Tab lemetav tando mil metav armelo. It's better for a woman to have a second body, meaning a husband, than sitting by herself like an almana, and therefore she would be okay with the marriage, as lo- even if the brother is uh, ugly, if he's full of boils. Why? Because uh, she would, uh, you know, put herself in that type of situation just to be married. So over there, there's different rules when it comes to marriage. But when it comes to korban, I could definitely say that a person wouldn't be happy. He wouldn't want to give it to the kohanim if he knows that he's not going to get any sort of kapara. Therefore, we have to say he's at least getting half a kapara. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem. Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.